Hello and welcome to the Approaching Schools podcast. I'm Keris Keneally and I help children's activity providers to build key business relationships with schools and nurseries without having to use cold calling or stalking. I want to help you earn a more reliable and consistent income while building your social impact and enriching children's lives with ease. So join me as I take you on a journey and let's make a positive difference together. Hello and welcome to this episode of Approaching Schools. Today I'm talking all about following up with your local schools and nurseries. Why is it important that we make sure we have a follow-up strategy whenever we are sending a campaign to schools or nurseries. And I think the word campaign is really, really key here. We're never just sending one email or one letter to schools and nurseries. We are going to send a series of emails or letters to schools and nurseries. Why? Because as I always say, approaching schools and nurseries is not a one and done thing. We have to follow up. Now, nine times out of 10, when a children's activity provider comes to me and says, Keris, emails don't work for me. I say, do you follow them up? And they say, oh no, I know head teachers are busy. I don't want to pester them. If you've ever had the word pestering enter into your head, I really recommend that you change that for a more positive word such as persisting. You are not pestering a head teacher. You are not pestering a nursery manager. If they didn't want you to contact them, they'd soon enough tell you. But there are a number of reasons in reality that they probably didn't get back to you. Maybe your email landed in spam. Maybe your letter didn't go to the right person. Maybe they were busy at the time. Maybe little Jimmy had just fallen over on the playground. Maybe uh, they were busy writing reports. Maybe there was something else that was made it a very, very busy time in the school or nursery. But whatever the reason, they didn't get back to you yet. Did you know that there's studies out there that show that if you follow up well, you can boost your chances of getting a response by up to 80%. The reality is that busy people expect to be followed up. What happens if you contact a head teacher or a nursery manager and it is report writing season or it is nativity play season, for example, and they think, do you know what? I'm too busy to deal with this right now. It sounds really good, but I always find that organisations who contact me tend to follow me up in a week or two. I know, I'll wait till they do that this time. I'm sure I'll be less busy in a week or two and I'll be able to deal with it then. What happens if you didn't take that opportunity to follow up? You've missed that opportunity to demonstrate to that head teacher or nursery manager why you are the perfect solution for their school or their setting. And for me, when I was trying and testing, all sorts of different methods for getting my dance business into schools and nurseries. It was very often my second or my third email of a campaign that was really getting the traction. And so many of my Approaching Schools Academy members who have learnt my methods say the same. So how do we follow up then? You can follow up in a variety of ways and you've got to pick the best one for you. You might send a series of emails you might send a letter to follow up. 
You might call up the school to ask them, did you get my email? Can I check it went to the right person? If it didn't go to the right person, who is the right person I should be contacting about this free demo? Always give them a reason for following up. So when we give reasons, when we want something to be done in our favour, it makes sense that if we give a reason for it, we're more likely to get it. It's just basic human psychology. But it also helps you to know what to say. So you don't feel like you are constantly flogging the same thing. So you don't feel like you're repeating yourself. So you don't start to feel like a stuck record. Always give a reason for following up. Maybe your reason is that there's only a certain number of spaces left because you only have capacity to deliver a few of these demo lessons this term. Maybe your reason for following up is that you're going to be in the area next week. Maybe your reason for following up is that there's only a certain number of days left until the deadline you gave them and you didn't want them to miss out. Maybe your reason for following up is to find out if there's somebody else you should be contacting about this offer. So always giving a reason is really going to help you to know what to say and help the key decision maker to understand why you need a response. I always recommend to my Approaching Schools Academy members that they track their follow-ups and they have a sheet that allows them to do this. And you want to make sure that you've got a system and a strategy for this so you don't get mixed up. So you don't lose track of which schools or nurseries have been followed up and which ones actually need a little reminder. Always allow enough time between the deadline so that you can follow up weekly. So always give them a deadline that's far enough in advance for you to be able to follow them up on a weekly basis, but not so far away that they think I'll deal with that later and later never comes. And you can follow up until you get a response. If they ask you to unsubscribe them, of course you're going to do that. Of course you're not going to contact them again. But if it's not a no, it's not a no yet. And I want you to show up for your follow-up. Get it in the diary. You wouldn't not show up for a class that was in your diary. So you've got to show up for yourself too. Get the dates in your diary that you are going to make it a commitment to follow up your communications with your local schools and nurseries. And after your deadline, include the schools that didn't respond in your next campaign. Having worked with thousands of providers in the Get Your Business Into Schools and Nurseries Challenge, having worked with hundreds of providers in the Approaching Schools Academy, and having tried and tested lots of different ways to get my own dance business into schools and nurseries, I recognise that for so many children's activity providers, mindset is a huge hurdle. And actually, looking back, had my mindset been on point, I could have got my dance business into so many more schools and nurseries. I'm so passionate about the mindset side of the follow-up that I've even brought an Approaching Schools mindset expert into the Approaching Schools Academy to help children's activity providers with their mindset behind sales and behind the follow-up specifically. One of the things I talk about a lot 
is the three Ps. I mentioned earlier you may feel that you have been pestering head teachers in the past and that I want you to reframe that word for the word persistence. You are not pestering, you are persisting. My three Ps are actually patience, perseverance and persistence. You are going to have to have these three things if you are venturing out to approach schools and nurseries. You also need to have a strong belief in your offer. If you truly believe that your demonstration lesson is the solution to your local schools or nurseries problems and the children that are currently struggling with something you can help with, then why wouldn't you follow it up? If you truly believe in your offer, well, then we must be of the mindset that for some reason, the key decision maker in that school or nursery did not receive our communication. Maybe it did end up in spam. Maybe it didn't go to the right person. Maybe they do need a friendly reminder. Because when we truly believe in our offer, that's when we're going to have all the patience, perseverance and persistence that we need to follow up. And the lastly, I want you to remember that they need you. They need your services. Your services are helpful to a school or a nursery. Your services can help solve problems for head teachers and nursery managers. Your service can help pupils who are currently struggling with something that your service provides a benefit to. So remember, you're not selling. They need you. Now, you're also going to want to employ a bit of a follow-up strategy after your free demo before making the sale. You may not make the sale instantly on the day and you may need to start following up again. This is where some children's activity providers can become a little bit stuck because they assume that maybe the school doesn't like their prices Or maybe they assume that they didn't do a good enough job on the day and the school doesn't want their services. Again, in reality, there could be any number of reasons why a school hasn't got back to you yet. I want to tell you the story of a time when I worked with a school and I delivered a demo and we had fantastic feedback from the school staff. But I didn't get a booking yet to get into the school to deliver my dance services on a paying basis. So I followed the school up and I said I relayed back some of the feedback that the school staff had given me and asked them for a start date. I heard nothing and this was in November from a September campaign. So I followed up again just before Christmas asking for a start date for January and heard nothing. So I followed up again just before February half term to see if we could get our dance lessons into the school after half term. I heard nothing. So I followed up again and again and again until it was already the summer term. Almost a full academic year since I'd gone in and delivered that demo and had the fantastic feedback. But I sent them a different type of follow up this time. The type of follow-up that I've actually put a template of inside the Approaching Schools Academy. It's known as our last ditch attempt. And this this follow-up really turned the school around. 
And they said to me, great, let's have you in to deliver dance for the final six weeks of the summer term. And after that summer term, they got us back every single year again. And even when the PE lead moved to another school, they still booked our dance teachers for the new school. Now, if I hadn't have diligently followed up term after term after term, right from the autumn right through to the summer, we wouldn't have got all of that work. So that's a story of patience, persistence and perseverance. Don't give up. Don't assume it's your prices. They've actually got to speak to lots of other people in the school before they can get it signed up and you may need to follow them up so they can follow up the other people that they're waiting to hear back from. Even in a head teacher's case, they may even need to get things signed off by a chair of governors, for example. So there always has to be this chain of conversations and that can take time within a school. Budgets can take time to get signed off in a school. Sometimes they might be waiting for their next release of funding, for example. Now, children's activity providers do still worry about this follow-up process. And sometimes they feel a little awkward, especially when they're doing this for the first time. But one of my Approaching Schools Academy members actually had a class teacher thank her. She thanked her for following her up because it was on her busy to-do list and she just hadn't had a chance to grab the head teacher yet. So she thanked her because she really wants to get these services into the school, but she did need to have that conversation first. And now for my Approaching Schools Academy member, the follow-up process feels so much more natural to her and she's more confident to do it as an ongoing strategy. I always recommend that any schools that you've not heard back from, you follow up again twice a term, just like I did with that school that took almost a full academic year to get a booking with. Maybe you can think about some kind of special offer or a relevant reason that you could offer to a school that's already had a free demo from you, but has not bought into your packages yet. Is there something you could sell them as a one-off for World Book Day? Is there something you could sell them as a one-off for Children's Mental Health Week? Is there something you could sell them as a one-off for something seasonal, like Halloween, for example? So be thinking about relevant reasons that you could create a special offer for the schools who do know you, like you and trust you, but haven't bought into your packages yet. Because if you can re-engage them into a one-off booking, you're more likely to be able to upsell your packages from there. So here's what I'd love you to do. Make a list of schools who haven't had a demonstration from you at all yet and follow them up or include them in a new campaign. Make a list of schools who had a demonstration but didn't buy from you yet. Follow them up. Follow them up with a copy of your packages or maybe even consider that special offer I mentioned. Make a list of schools who are your past clients. Maybe you were with them pre-lockdown, for example, and follow them up with an offer to re-engage them. There's a reason people say the fortune is in the follow-up, and you've probably heard that phrase before. You just need to find a way that works for you. Thank you for listening to the Approaching Schools podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, do come and let me know in my free group for children's activity providers approaching schools so that I can make more content like this that you'll love. 
You can find me on my socials at Keris Keneally and my inbox is always open. I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes and hit subscribe on your favorite platform so you can be the first to know when a new episode is ready. Until then, chat soon.